Hey, everybody, Elizabeth here. Before we get into today's episode, I wanted to make sure that you know registration is currently open for our Spring Strong Foundations cohort. Strong Foundations is a five-week strength building program brought to you by me and Morgan Bungers. Coach Morgan Bungers is one of the best, most effective strength training coaches in this country. He has worked with some of the most elite athletes in the world, and now he specializes working with people in their 40s, in their 50s, in their 60s who want everyday strength. And this is not about being able to push your suitcase into the overhead compartment on an airplane. We need to be consistently and effectively strength training if we want to maintain the strength of our immune system. Muscle is a critical part of our immune system. And if we are not actively maintaining our strength, we are losing it as we age. And that means we are losing the strength of our immune system. It's also a significant component of our overall metabolism, especially our carbohydrate metabolism. Muscle mass plays a huge role in energy, in mood, mental health, bone health, so many different things. This is just not optional, but a lot of us don't do it because we aren't sure what to do. We aren't sure what not to do. We aren't sure if we're moving well. We don't know how to accommodate for our physical limitations or our current level of fitness, and that is why you need a coach and you'd be hard-pressed to find one better than Morgan Bungers. Now, here's the thing about fitness programs. I've experienced this. My mom, who's in her 70s, has experienced this, where you buy a fitness program and then you're like, okay, but I I can't do that workout because I'm not fit enough or I don't have enough balance or I don't have that equipment or that hurts my knees or it hurts my back. And then you're sort of just left to figure it out yourself, which means we often don't do anything. The great thing about Strong Foundations is that Morgan and I are part of it every single day and you have an unlimited ability to ask us questions in a group setting or via direct message so that Morgan can help you scale for you, for whatever equipment you have, for the time that you have, for your fitness level, for your body and your physical limitations. Five weeks, there's two different tiers. There's a beginner intermediate tier. There's an intermediate advanced tier. The testimonials that we have received from our previous clients will blow your mind. You can check them out and also register for your spot by going to primalpotential.com forward slash strong foundation. Primalpotential.com forward slash strong foundation. If you are an alum, if you have been through strong foundations before, I've already emailed you a renewal link with a special renewal rate. So please use that. If you don't see that email, let me know. For the rest of you, primalpotential.com forward slash strong foundation. We start on May 13th. So grab your spot now. You will have these workouts for life. Four workouts a week for five weeks, two different tiers. So you've got 40 workouts total. Plus, there is a five-part series on your pelvic floor. That is an incredibly important part of your physical fitness, of your strength, of your core strength, of your overall health, of your ability to maintain functional mobility as you get older. We want you to be a part of this. You will not regret joining the Strong Foundations cohort. It is an incredible community. 
everybody needs to be consistently and effectively strength training. And if you're not, it's probably because you don't know how to make it work for you. And it can be made to work for you. It needs to be made to work for you. Primalpotential.com forward slash strong foundation to register now. Let's get into the episode. This is Primal Potential, and I am your host, Elizabeth Benton. Through education, motivation, and implementation, we will bridge the gap between knowing and doing so we can master fat loss naturally and help you reach your highest potential. Let's get started. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the Primal Potential Podcast. I am Elizabeth Benton. Thank you so much for coming back to hang out with me today. In our last episode, we talked about how to take a big strategy and break it down into a smaller strategy when we are struggling with consistency. We gave the example of journaling. We gave the example of working out. And today, I'm really excited to share with you a very real coaching conversation where we worked through this in a very practical way. I shared with you guys that I have had what I consider the awesome opportunity to connect one-on-one with a lot of my clients over the past couple of weeks, and we get real about what is not working. And in this case, it was eating after dinner acknowledging that she feels so much better when she doesn't eat after dinner, and she feels better not only that night, but also the following day, yet the consistency still isn't there. So we worked through breaking that into a smaller objective, reframing it, changing the way she's thinking about it. What does that look like? How do you do that? How do you actually reframe something? How do you break down a big challenge or a big challenge to you into something small that you can tackle daily? So this is just a very real coaching call to give you guys some insight there, talking about the importance of practice and the importance of capitalizing on the small things. Before we dive into the conversation, I want to remind you guys that we are going to kick off the new year together, together, together. I am going to be hosting live free online workshops to make sure that no matter what your goal is, if your goal is fat loss, if your goal is increased fitness, if your goal is something related to your health or even your finances or your business or your relationship, that everybody is beginning the new year with clarity, direction, and focus, not just the general intention of, I'm going to do better, I'm going to eat cleaner, but a workshop to make sure that we all have specificity and direction and accountability. So you do have to register but it is completely free. It is also 100% live and online. So no matter where in the world you are, you can pick the day and time that works best for you. The first one's January 1st, then January 2nd, the last one on January 3rd. Just register at primalpotential.com forward slash Jan18. Primalpotential.com forward slash Jan18 like the month, January, jan one eight to register for your free spot. Do not miss it. Do not miss it. Also, give you guys a heads up that our very first fat loss fast track of 
2018 kicks off on January 7th, but registration opens up to the wait list next week, just a few days from now. So make sure if you want a spot and you want more information that you are on that wait list. Primalpotential.com forward slash wait18, W-A-I-T-1-8, to get on the wait list for that. So I'm really excited to share with you guys today this coaching conversation to make it more real, to make it more practical so you can see the path I take, the structure of a coaching call with a client, like what's going really well. Tell me more about why it's going well for you. What is it that contributes to that success? Then we look at what's a struggle. How can we break it down? How can we come up with something that is very, very specific and measurable to tackle? We talk about a lot of different things, evening eating, journaling, exercising, focusing on the the small things instead of dismissing the small things and only striving for the big things. I'm really, really excited to share this with you. I hope you enjoy it. I'll see you on the other side. So where I like to start and where I find it most helpful and most valuable to start is kind of going over and having you tell me what's going well and what do you feel really good about. And it's not because I want to celebrate it or give you kudos or accolades, all that stuff's great, but it's really in understanding what you respond well to that will give us the most informed approach to where you don't feel as consistent or as in control. Does that make sense? I think so. So yes. let's just let's just dive right into bring me up okay. to speed and tell me what is going well for you and what do you feel really good about? Uh, okay, well, what's going well for me? I mean, I've had quite a lot of success on both the rookie group and the the first veterans group in terms of weight loss. So mm-hmm. that's been good. And I think overall what's been going really well is uh, I've been trying to either do a fat loss friendly breakfast or um, intermittent fasting, like just, you know, not really eating much in the morning or be, be, yep. just having a coffee until I'm ready to have my first meal. Yep. Um, during the week, super easy to sort of just have a coffee in the morning and then have, a, you know, a small piece of cheese around mid morning and then have like a, a big sort of lunch. That's again, super fat loss friendly, big cabbage bowl, turkey meatballs. So that's great. Awesome. Uh, I'm feeling really good. I mean, to see the changes in my body has been really exciting yeah. and to have other people notice them has been really exciting and to feel like I did that. Yeah. Is like, quite amazing because I've never done this before. You right. know, I've always wanted it, but I've not actually done it. Yeah. So that's exciting. Um, some of the mindset things have worked well, like when they've worked well, when the mindset things have worked well, they've mm-hmm. worked really well. Yeah. Uh, so for example, for a while, not right now, but for a while, you know, the, I made some decisions around after dinner, mm-hmm. uh, I'm not eating. And mm-hmm. if I need something, I'll have a cup of tea because what I typically want after dinner is something that makes me feel is that provides me comfort. Yeah. So I'll do something that provides me comfort. So maybe that's snuggling up on the couch or maybe that's a cup of tea or maybe that's a conversation with someone, but it's not food related. Yeah. And to be, I don't want to say strict with it, but the mindset is, is just like, well, I don't eat after supper. Right. Like if I need to be comfortable, I do things that provide me comfort that aren't food related. Right. You know? That's huge. Yeah. 
what, so, and when that works, it, it's brilliant. Yeah. Uh, just it's, it's the, I think where I struggle is, uh, sometimes I say, I like, I think with my biggest piece right now, and I don't necessarily know if you want to sh- shift to the struggle, but it's that moment where I say, I'm not going to do this or I don't, you know, I only eat, uh, you know, I don't eat after dinner. And then like two seconds later, I'm like, Oh, except right now I'm going to have a spoon of bomb and butter. <laughs> yeah. You know, well, let's talk about that. Let's, let's dive okay. a little bit deeper into that conversation and begin with all the reasons why it is a good strategy for you to not eat after dinner. So when you're looking at the argument that you make with yourself to yourself about, I don't eat after dinner, what are the reasons for that? Uh, the reasons for that is I feel better. Mm-hmm. Uh, I feel better sort of psychologically because I say something and I keep my my own word. You mm-hmm. know, I keep the promise to myself, so that feels good. Mm-hmm. I see the results. Yep. I mean, it's very clear. Uh, that's probably the biggest incentive is I see the results. Yep. Uh, and I guess I feel, you know, I feel better both physically and psychologically. Cause when you break the promise of yourself, then you start spiraling a little bit. You feel bad about yourself. Um, and then physically I end up feeling not terrible, but just more bloated as right. opposed, you know, I might wake up still feeling like there's food in my body, still right. feeling like I'm digesting Right. versus when I don't, then I feel just better yeah. in the morning. So then when you say, you know, I don't eat after dinner and then you go get food after dinner, what is what is the internal dialogue? Is it, oh, just this once? Oh, this one thing won't matter? Is it, I don't care? Is it, what is the, the method that you use to talk yourself into eating after dinner? I think it's, like, I think it's all those things. I think it's sometimes I'm tired. I think mm-hmm. it's, I'm stressed. I think, oh, it's just this one more bite. Or, mm-hmm. I mean, like, I want to have these three bites, and then after these three bites of this, I'll be done. Yeah. And, uh, or, uh, I'm stressed or, oh, maybe I'm still hungry, even yep. though I'm, I'm not. Yep. Uh, so I use, you know, I have a nice, uh, arsenal of, <laughs> of reasons right. why, and I draw on all of them. So, you know, when you say to yourself, I'm not eating after dinner, and then you don't eat after dinner, you are practicing mm-hmm. that as a habit. You are reinforcing that. That is a rep. No different than a rep of a bicep curl is a rep. It is a strengthening move that makes you better at that. Alternatively, when you negotiate with yourself, no matter how you justify it, it's just three bites, I don't really care, I'm tired, I'm stressed, whatever it is, that is also a practice. That is a strategy. And so it might be interesting to just reinforce that and reinforce the fact that it's not without consequence, that you are then practicing the pattern, the habit, the skill of breaking your word to yourself. It might be interesting to just keep a really, really simple post-it note or piece of paper in your kitchen, in your journal, wherever it's going to be most easily accessible and you just put a check mark in one of both columns. I'm either practicing this strategy of keeping my word to myself and being disciplined, or I'm practicing this other thing. And that that visual nature of it gives it a tangible effect. Because when it's just in our head, oh, it's three more bites, it's almost inconsequential because it's mm. not tangible. Does that make sense? 
A hundred percent. So if as part 100%. of your practice, part of your discipline, no different than practicing anything else that you do, it's not this beating yourself up, I'm a jerk because I put a call, I put a check mark in the right column. It's very objective. It's very non-emotional. But in everything I do, I'm practicing something. And since mm-hmm. this is something that I really feel best when I'm nailing it, but I continue to make these choices that are not aligned with what makes me feel best, I'm not beating myself up. I'm not judging myself. I'm not getting emotional, but I'm going to hold myself accountable to what did I practice today? As I walk yeah. into the kitchen, check mark. I am practicing, I don't eat after dinner, or just a little tally here to note, I'm practicing this other thing. That alone is going to give you a pause, a moment of, wait a second, is this really what I want to do? Is this worth it? As I acknowledge the behavior and I don't just gloss over it, is this still what I want to do? And if it is, which is no big deal, it's just food, it's not a crisis, I just want to acknowledge and hold myself accountable that I am, in fact, reinforcing a pattern of behavior. I am practicing a behavior that doesn't set me up for what I want. Yeah, I think that's great. And I think it's, for me, I think it will work very well because uh, something I am i don't have a great practice of is journaling for mm-hmm. lots of different reasons. Uh but in fact, I like that idea of being able to write it down with something as simple as literally a check mark. Yeah. And it's right in the exact same space where I would be, you know, engaging in that behavior. So it's super easy. Yeah. And to your point, super a super good visual cue. I think yeah. that's brilliant. And the thing with journaling, you know, anybody any, anytime somebody says, you know, I struggle with journal, I'm not consistent consistent with journaling. What it makes me think of, and I recently had this conversation with a with another client, you know, oftentimes we think about working out, just as an example, we think about working out as having 20, 30, 60 minutes to change our clothes, get in a formal workout, maybe that means going to the gym or having this carved out time of set of time, and if we don't have that, we can't work out today. Yeah. When it's not either I'm all in doing the things or I can't today, there is also the, you know what? I'm going to do 10 bodyweight squats every time I get up from my desk or every time I get a cup of coffee, I'm going to do five push-ups, or I'm going to go for a three minute walk because all I have is three minutes. It's reframing from it's not all or nothing. There's always something. What is that something? And the same is true with journaling. You can very much have the perspective of I'm not a good journal. There, there's a million other reasons that I, you know, I don't have this habit down, so I don't do it. Alternatively, How can I make this a small, sustainable practice? Just like I can do bodyweight squats, I can do push-ups, I can do, you know, I can go for a walk. You can also hold yourself accountable in a in written form because there is an there is an accentuation of concentration and mental muscle when we write something down versus just thinking about it in our minds. Um writing down this pattern of behavior, this column, very objective delineation, that is the the compromise, that is the, yep. okay, I don't have the time or the energy or the desire or the discipline to get the full workout in, but I'm going to do the squat. Same thing. I, I'm not going to print out the journal, spend my 15 minutes with it, but what I can do is this very simple modification abbreviation of the journaling process. I, yeah, I think that's a great 
way to think about it Mm -hmm. uh, because it was so interesting that you said three minute walk because something that I want to start doing is just incorporating more walking into my day. Mm -hmm. And I thought, oh crap, it's already three o'clock. I haven't had a walk. Like, and for me, a walk would be minimum 20 minutes. I'm not going to take an hour, but you know, like, or 15 minutes, you know, I'm at work. I'll take a quick 15 minute walk. And I thought, oh, it's three o'clock. I've got this call. There's no way I'm going to have time for another 15 minute walk. And for you to say a three minute, like I could actually just walk outside. Yep literally walk around the building once yep. get some sun on my face because yep. I work in an office with no windows yep and that, done. that's into value and to value that you know and it's about I so think- much more than the abbreviated journaling or the abbreviated walk and it is truly a mindset of either I dismiss things because they're not my ideal and therefore why bother or mm-hmm. I value the little things and I talk about this all the yeah. time with pennies right? Yeah. I am obsessed with pennies. And only the people closest to me understand just how serious this obsession was. I have like this super <laughs> freaking vision. The other day, and this is a true story that I probably won't cop to in general because uh, it was a little risky. <laughs> I literally yesterday texted my boyfriend uh, on my way home from the grocery store and I said, I've crossed a line. And he said, I'm afraid to ask. And I said, <laughs> I put my car in park at a stoplight because I saw a quarter in the road in the other lane and I got out and I got the quarter. Now, granted, I knew that, I, you know, there wasn't jumping out in front of traffic and yada, yada, yada. I knew the light wasn't going to turn green for another 30 seconds or so. Like not, not life risking for a quarter, but I am determined to emphasize every freaking day that there is nothing that is too small to matter. If I have one minute at the gym before I have to leave, it's not, oh, I don't have time to practice my double unders today. I only have a minute. 60 seconds matters. Whether that's 60 seconds of your walking, whether that's 60 seconds to do 10 bodyweight squats or 10 push-ups or whatever it is, it's training yourself to say, I will not dismiss something as not good enough or not significant enough to matter, whether that is a food choice or an amount of time or an exercise. Life is made up of the small things. There is a difference between love you and I love you. Mm-hmm. You know, like it matters. And any opportunity that you have to prove to yourself I don't care if you only have two minutes for a walk or you have 20 seconds for a walk. It matters. The majority of us haven't reached our goals because we've created a pattern of saying this thing is too small to matter. This three extra bites of food, this I don't have time for a 20-minute walk, whatever, we're dismissing things as too small to matter. And so... There's not enough time in life or not enough perfection or not enough motivation to do it all the way, so we don't do it at all. Well, you know what I think is so interesting about what you're saying and this week's challenge? So, you know, with this week's challenge, we're just supposed to circle something in our journal that moves us towards our goal. Yep. And so, uh, you know, here it is. It was about, you know, 15 minutes before this call, and I was like, oh, shoot, uh, I want to, I, I like, I like this challenge. I want to, I want to, I want to play, yeah. <laughs> you know? So I took out a big giant, uh, piece of uh, flip chart paper and put it up on the back of my door at work. Yes. And I put Monday cause you know, again, I don't really journal every day, but I thought, so I thought of all the things that 
have moved me towards my goal. And the things at first I thought, well, nothing, I've done nothing today that moved me towards my goal. And then I thought, well, I guess I ate a fat loss friendly breakfast and lunch. But I guess for me, some of those things are just so ingrained in me Mm -hmm. that they feel small. Like they don't feel like they, they are worth it, but of course they count because I wouldn't have had all that progress that I've had if I, if those things that are now small, you know, used to, what am I trying to say? They used to, they're small to me now, but they weren't small to me at one point. Absolutely. And so, if we think about the things that mean the most to us in, say, a relationship, it's not that somebody remembered our birthday and threw a surprise party. It's that they called on a random Monday afternoon and said, hey, I love you and I'm thinking about you. How was your day? Mm-hmm. You know, those, that, it is the small things that make our relationships awesome or shitty. Yep. It's not that they, it's not the big thing like this person is awful because they beat me. No, I mean, that's awful, but it's the (laughs) small, the things that it really chip away are the small little ways that people are selfish or hurtful or in the littlest things, but they accumulate. And that is true, both positive and negative with movement, with nutrition, with mindset. There's no... Uh, you know, I, I don't have time or I'm not willing to do my affirmations. And so what's the point of being like, no, my butt looks great in these jeans. Like it matters. It matters a lot. And this weekly challenge of circling your wins is something that we can all carry with us. And then the three minute walk is not like, oh, it's just three minute. It's I'm training myself to see that as a win that is worth it. So I would really challenge you to look at how you can live in pennies with your evening food choices, with journaling, with movement. Really leverage this week's challenge, not just for the week, but as an operating system for your days. And really look for the small ways to win. And the thing is, as you do that, let's say all day long you've been looking for little tiny wins. You you went for several two-minute walks. You know, every time you had a break, you just did one lap around the building. Or you, you know, uh, you left two bites in your breakfast because you just weren't hungry anymore. And so, yeah, what's two bites? I might as well eat them and then it's all gone. No, the little things matter. All those wins, when you get home at the end of the day, you don't want to break that streak. It's going to make it naturally easier to say, I don't eat after dinner because you've been winning all day long, as opposed to being in a pattern of, it doesn't matter, it doesn't matter, it doesn't matter all day long. And then it's easier to say, oh, it's just three bites of food. It doesn't matter. Totally. Totally. I know yeah, in... Because you're in, right. Me, oh, sorry. Go ahead. In sales, I remember always hearing that you want to get small agreements, small yeses, before you ask for the sale. When I was in college, I used to sell insurance. And it was always like, get the small yes of, can I share with you a couple of options about that, 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 That's always... You don't go for the straight, like, you want to buy a policy? You want these small yeses, and then they're in in just a short period of time, as short as a matter of few minutes, they've created this pattern of yes, and it makes it easier for them to say yes when you ask for the sale. And the same is true in our choices. Small win, small win, small win, small win, small win. Then when you need that bigger win at night where you're currently having a challenge, you've created that pattern, but you can just as easily, maybe even more easily, create that pattern of, eh, who cares? And then fall into that in the evening. 
Yeah, totally. Totally. So you have a few things to practice. Most specifically, I would love to see for a week or two weeks, having this column of I'm either practicing the behavior I want in the evening or I'm practicing the behavior I don't want in the evening. It's so key okay. that you keep it emotion free, not like, oh my God, I suck. I have four check marks in the right. Con-. Like, no. <laughs> emotion free, okay. objectively, when you're deciding, do I, do I want to have a few more bites of food after dinner as I put stuff away? Or, you know, am I going to give into this I'll be better tomorrow thing? I'll start this check mark thing tomorrow thing. Like, no, it begins now. Keep that check mark and then let me know. Like, I'm really curious to know. I want you to shoot me an email in a week or two and let me know how that has influenced your choices because, number one, I'm curious, but number two, learn from your experience. If you find it's not working, then we'll have a conversation about what is not working, how it's not working, why it's not working, and that experience is going to get us that much closer to something that does work really well. Okay. That sounds great. And that's why we always kind of use this framework of like what's working well, what's not working well, because both sides of that really inform where to go from there. Perfect. So I would love an email from you with an update on the column thing, but also on the small wins. Like how is that, how is that challenge going beyond the week, especially with something you were wanting to do anyway with, walking a little bit more take advantage of those small moments whenever they're available okay I I will happily let you know I'm so grateful that you took this time to chat with me I kind of you have I'm like so excited in my office now with my door shut you when your number came up or your face came up on Skype I was like my goodness (laughs) (laughs) no it's seriously my pleasure I love being able to connect with people one-on-one because it just makes it that much more easy to hone in on strategies that are really appropriate for them so it's so much fun for me and I'd I'd love to know if there is anything that I can do differently or more of or less of that would help you create more success uh well, this has been really this this one on one has been really helpful because, of course, I listen to the weekly uh, webinars and I listen to the podcast as much as possible. I tend to go through sort of fits like or fits and starts, you know, where yep. I listen to a lot and then I won't listen for a little bit. Yep. Uh, but honing in on this, I love your sentence of living your life in pennies because mm. I'm totally an all or nothing person. Yeah. That is that is me to a T. And you might not uh, want to say that I, anymore if it's not what you want, but I hear what you're, I hear the point you're making. Yeah. And so in fact, to, to think about the ways in which I can win in small ways. Yeah. Um, and to have you, I guess, validate because part of, you know, like for you to hear it from you to say, uh, yeah, three minute walk is a win. Yeah. I, I, cause I wouldn't say that to myself. Right. You know, I might say to somebody else, actually, sure. I might sure. say to somebody I worked with who is going, I might be like, yeah, of course that would be a win. Right. Uh, but I would never say all those small things for myself. I always tend to discount or diminish them, right? Yeah. We're always hardest on ourselves. So in fact, to hear you say it uh, helps to validate uh, that small things can can be big wins. Absolutely. All right, guys. I hope you enjoyed that conversation as much as I enjoyed having it and sharing it with you 
no matter what your goals are, even if you can't relate to evening eating or journaling or making time for movement in your day, you can still follow that same process. What are the little things that I dismiss as inconsequential? How can I put more effort and attention into maximizing the small things, taking advantage of the small opportunities? You can do that in your career. You can do that with nutrition, with relationships, absolutely everything. Do not forget, guys, to mark your calendars. Go right now, right now to primalpotential.com forward slash J-A-N-1-8, like January, J-A-N, the abbreviation, 1-8, to register for our New Year workshops to make sure that you have a specific measurable plan that is sustainable and achievable, not just based on grand ambitions and a few weeks of good motivation. Join me for those webinars. Just pick the day and time that works for you. You just have to go to primalpotential.com forward slash Jan18 to register. And also while you are there, go to primalpotential.com forward slash wait18, W-A-I-T, 1-8 to get on the wait list for the winter fat loss fast track, which kicks off on January 7th, but registration opens to the wait list just a few days from now. Have a great day and I'll talk to you soon. Thank you so much for joining me for another episode of the Primal Potential Podcast, where my goal is not to inform you, but to transform you. And if you would like to receive free motivation and strategy and recipes, workouts, meal ideas every week right to your inbox, just text the word PRIMAL to the number 44222 or go to primalpotential.com slash join. It's a great way to get the tools, the strategies, and the practical implementation assistance that you need to create your own transformation between podcast episodes. Just text the word PRIMAL to the number 44222 or go to primalpotential.com slash join. See you there. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill.